Tottenham get better, everywhere they go. Tottenham get better, everywhere they go. Once upon a time, way back when there were only 9,000 Arsenal podcasts, six young men from various backgrounds. A young basketball prodigy with more trophies in the last 20 years than Tottenham Hotspur. An Irish kid with a horrible haircut. A young Jewish nerd who hadn't discovered food yet. A child from Hemel Hempstead who didn't want to be English no more. A handsome young man who learned to play football on the hard streets of Disney World. And a young Mexican AC Milan fan hatched a plan to take over the world of Arsenal podcasts. But then these boys became men. Jared. Ewan. Magic. Aston. Andy and Miguel and the rest my friends is history and now all these years later you tune in every so often to hear their incredible takes their football knowledge and their sensual advice but now it's gone too far you our fans are at long last witness to season seven 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 welcome to the gooners pod welcome to the gooners pod we are back after a week where i didn't know if we would get back or not but that's a in a good way uh aston i feel like i've i, I feel like i haven't seen you in so long because we're used to seeing each other every single day for the last month and a half yeah literally i i'm pretty sure i lived inside of your womb there for a minute <laughs> by the way at the top of the show i do want to have a shout out sup my gooners please let's take a moment of silence and observe my favorite holiday saint totterham's day it is it was you know it's a, it, it's a weird one because we haven't had it since nam as i like to say i mean it, it just seems like it's been forever um which in and of itself is absolutely dreadful and you know as much as we've kind of spent the last five or six years which is most of the duration of how this how long this podcast has been on the air just finishing below tottenham it, it still just shocks me that when we finally get it, it th there is virtually no celebration <laughs> virtually no happiness about it because it it, it of of kind of the context in in which it came but uh we're not going to get too hung up over that because this was one of those weeks where and, and i talk about these all the time where you know what sometimes the team plays well sometimes the play team plays poorly sometimes we're we're barreling towards an incredible outcome and then sometimes we're bottling it maybe um but uh one thing that will never get old aston uh is mm -hmm. is experiencing the roller coaster with fellow gunners that's right it was a week of mixed emotions uh the probably some of the highest highs and some of our deepest lows i mean we dreamed of times like this again but at what cost at what cost <laughs> but i do want to do a huge shout out to everybody i see in the chat i see you jared mark bill 
Um, Daniel, lovely having you all back here. Obviously, if you love the show, give us a like. If you like us enough, we might come around more often. I don't know. If you like and- a, if you like the show, give us a love. They're, they're, we're creating a new button on YouTube that's that's for love, and it counts for like five likes. Ooh. And uh, yeah, it, 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 you know, it's like the, you get your total goal contributions from goals and assists, and and in you know, in some sports they count the goals more because you know they're goals. Uh, we want loves on our podcast, so. But there was a lot of love going around in Chicago this weekend. I see so many people who uh, who were there that are in the chat. I see folks who weren't there, but uh, you know would have been there. I'm sure. Well, um, real quick, real yeah. quick, Mike, to because obviously the topic of the the day is going to be Gunnar Palooza. So if we are going to go ahead and talk about it, I'd like to start off this podcast exactly the same way we started off Gunnar Palooza. I see some Gunnar. To my right, I see some Gooners. Hey, yeah. To Arsenal, Arsenal FC. The greatest team the world has ever seen. And the, <laughs> and the worst liquor. How you feeling right now, Tom? It's awful. Describe the taste. There is no Try to describe the taste it's without jet. without mentioning without mentioning a uh, an ashtray. It's, it's Nicholas Bentner as a shot. <laughs> I, I didn't realize that was going to turn into a uh, porn video of you, uh, you know harassing my wife but uh time out if you think that's the that's all me and your wife did then you uh she's not been telling you everything like i asked her to but uh but that brings us to the top of the show because i am wearing my malort shirt and because i will not refuse to have a second shot of malort my first one was like five years ago and i'm done uh <laughs> i'm wearing the Palo- the gunner palooza shirt which uh they you know for once and this is this is more about me than it is about them for once like an event that I go to has shirts that are printed large enough to fit me. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but no, I mean, amazing time. If you're not familiar with Malort, uh, I'm sure you'll be seeing that word a lot today. It is a Chicago tradition, more of an indoctrination slash uh, rite of passage. And uh, it, it is not good. Although then you'll have your people like Dempsek, uh, who, who had a shot of Malort down in New Orleans, who just took it like a champ. And then you'll have, weirdos like Aston who try to convince you that they actually like it. I didn't say I liked it. I just said I didn't know what you guys thought were so bad. I like to, so personally, and and correct me if I'm wrong, I, I have other people, you have different measuring, ways of measuring. The way I measure how terrible I, I do it from like it. the back, from, from like the, the back end all the way to the front, so it's longer. Oh, okay. measuring front, shots? Back to the front. No, shots, not, not, not your okay. penis, shots. because I know, you know, we've got three centimeters from back to front. But, um, no, I I like to measure it by, like, how much gag you have. And Malort has a terrible taste. No one's denying that, but it goes down easy. I I didn't spit up a single one. In fact, by the end, and we'll get into this when we start um, getting into more Gunnar Palooza stuff, but I am the king of Malort. And I think that makes me more Chicago than you. I mean, if that's how we're defining it, uh, then then you win. I mean, there's not, I'm not going to put up a fight when it comes to that. If, if if you're more Chicago because of your ability to stomach things that taste disgusting, then A, I think you have a bright future in front of you, and B, you're the king of Chicago. Go ahead. 
that's fine. Oh, Secondly, man. though, I have to give it up uh, to, to Tom Canton because a, a better sport was never invented. A guy, I mean, he did not like Malort, as you could see from that uh, from that shot from uh, from uh, another, I think, from his second one, which uh, can, can we find that second one here? Um, where is it? Here we go. Yes! Hi, T-Bag. It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. It's I mean, but he did it. I mean, you know, he didn't come four thousand miles, and uh, you know, and come four thousand more just not to do Malort shots. So, uh, so, so big I up. Give it, I got to give it up to Tom. This was his first ever kind of Gooner event, and he he just handled it like a champ. First of all, obviously, um, him being so famous now from winning, just getting tired. He's like the Man City of of podcast awards so everyone knew him and he handled he's, it well. he's, more, he's more the newcastle elliot's the man newcastle. city he's oh there the you go yeah. who, who we know is around to stay he's won some stuff and then and yeah no but he uh it was great to have him there um got to spend a couple days with tom before the the thing really started getting crazy because he wanted to enjoy the city a little bit without taking time away from the actual mm -hmm. like thursday night to sunday event um uh, so yeah we you guys had, fly in uh, we both got in around the same time on Tuesday, about midday on Tuesday, and immediately went to work uh, tackling the, the beverages that Chicago has to offer, some of the finer foods, um, took a uh, architecture boat tour uh, down, up and down the, the Chicago River, very romantic, very educational. Um, yeah, had a nice time, and he already was kind of falling in love with the city, but then when, you know, when when you reach Thursday and you got all, you know, the people start piling in, it's, uh, you know, there's people from all over the country, all the people from Chicago are finally like Jared, uh, finally, you know, taking off time from work and coming in to, to, to join the crew. And it just, and you're, and, and you waltz in and it just, all of a sudden you can feel the, the energy start to ramp up. And, um, uh, and then it's just one fun thing after another, you know, the game I've always said, and the game was going to be Sunday morning. Then it was Friday. Then it might not have happened at all. Then it might have moved back to Sunday. It ended up Friday. And, you know, that's always two hours that are remarkable, but not necessarily the centerpiece of, of the trip. Um, you know, and it's hard to believe that if you haven't been to one of these things. But it's, you know, it's the two hours where everybody's watching and doing the exact same thing and living or dying with it. But it doesn't one way or the other, it doesn't dictate the outcome of, of the time that you have at these trips, which is good that there's not one of these trips every single week, because then we could be mid-table and, and and I'd be walking around acting like I accepted mediocrity, but um, yeah, which is it, Which is a struggle for us because we're actually trying to find a good time slot for our uh, upcoming Florida event, which, by the way, stay tuned. We'll give you guys information on that as it comes. But I can't help but second your opinion here because I think from the time I stepped off the plane, you know, for those of you I'm um, that, that maybe get a little anxiety, maybe you're a little introverted. I was getting a little bit of the like, uh, 
Do I want to do this? Uh, I have to be in Chicago. Uh, it's going to be so many people. But from the moment I stepped into the Old Town Ale House and saw everybody, it's like the most beautiful blur of just the best family feelings that there are that you can even imagine. I mean, I had never met Tom before. He was super nice to me. Chicago, John, huge shout out, making me feel welcome immediately. It was also the first time I had ever met fellow podcaster on TGP, Jared, which that was, of course, fun. And from that train ride all the way to the uh, the Globe and onward, I just had a great time. And I, I'm so thankful for all the people uh, that were involved. Of course, um, we got to give huge shout outs to the Chicago Gooners. You know how to put on a hell of a event. Dilla, I love you. Thank you so much for, and we'll get into what we did yeah, on some of the nights there. But yeah, it was just, just say, a good time. Chicago Gooners. Uh, I mean, Dilly is the uh, is kind of the 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 queen of the Chicago Gooners, but she's got a lot of help. They are so organized. They've got a board and Jim, Jim and Ellie, uh, just unbelievable people. Um, Alan, uh, who I didn't know prior to this weekend, put a lot of time and effort into it. I know I'm going to miss some names, but Scott, of course, very helpful with uh, with help you know helping people get around and um, and and just the way that they organize this event. I've been to a lot of these events and, and, you know, Gunagra was kind of the original of, you know, people from outside the local area flocking together for this kind of annual repeating event. And it's a fairly well, very well organized event. Uh, but Gunapalooza is here to stay. Uh, they, they equaled uh, the, the Gunagra, you know, the Gunagra experience. You got a lot of out of towners. I think it's, it's become a landmark event that, uh, that they're going to be able to replicate every year now. And, long as they keep having it, I'll keep coming because because uh, it was fantastic. Um, all kinds of events that 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 were had. There was a, a gala with uh, you know, with, and, and all charity minded as well. A lot of money was raised for the Arsenal Foundation through the uh, through the Arsenal Vision fundraiser. Money was raised for Chicago Scores, which is a local charity that uh, that that's very helpful in the in, you know in the local Chicago area. And then uh, they even raised two hundred dollars on the day of the game through a raffle that they run for Gunners versus Cancer, which was very much appreciated mm. and uh, has already gone directly to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. So just a, a great group of people putting together a great event and then it coming off perfectly. Except Question for you. Um, was there a recording of the live pod? Because I have to say that was a hell of a performance and a hell of a lot of fun. You guys did so, so good. Obviously, we had the wonderful talent of So from Highbury Squad, Tom on there, Elliot, you know, superstar. But really, Mike, you were the glue that held that whole thing together. And I can't tell you, like, as as a fellow TGP podcaster, I was so proud of you the well, entire time. Thank you. I mean, I, you know, on the one hand, you don't have to do that much preparation when you're on a panel and just, just kind of directioning a, a panel where you have Elliot, you know, we have Yankee Gunner, Paz, Sophie, Tom, and, uh, and, and Chicago John. But, you know, that doesn't stop me from preparing because I don't want to get up there and look like a complete idiot. So I, you know, I did put a lot of work into it. I, I kind of, wanted to make sure that the panel was kind of even that we weren't going over a lot of places. And I, I couldn't have been happier about how it came off. The crowd there was amazing. There were probably 150 to 200 people there just really engaged with the guests and the people that they were there to see. Um, and, uh, and, and, and there was, was the cat. 
We'll we, never forget that. Bar- First of all, can a we black can we cat? Talk- right? Yeah, was, that was lucky. Well, no, it's just funny. I thought it was adorable that that bar had cats in the first place. <laughs> you know, you know, didn't me. think it was adorable. Canton, because he's allergic to cat fur, and 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 he and and right before we got went on stage, the uh, the cat was like rubbing in and out of the microphones and stuff, and he's like, if I just sit down at that table and start sneezing and dying, like, <laughs> no why? And and fortunately, we didn't have to deal with that, but uh, but yeah, it was a great venue. We we have some pictures. This was yeah, the, I was going to uh, say, let's take people into this. Yeah, this was this was backstage. They actually, I mean, they did it like a whole red room like we have on the open mic show they had a they had a backstage room where and they had a food spread they didn't listen to my demand for only red m&ms but uh but i'll, I'll forgive them for that and uh, yeah this was this was the crew basically and uh uh right before we went out um well look, this... go back go back one picture let's look this is how it all started all right, <laughs> all right you you take over this is how it all started yeah the this, gang this got was together. the crew this is our phalanx <laughs> on the on the on the L, uh, waiting for the L to the uh, Thursday night gathering. After we had been at old at, at what is it, the old American or or American Ale House? I don't know. Uh, I was there for two minutes. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So this was uh, this was us waiting for the train up there. You almost can't see my wife kind of bending down and getting in there next to me because of my big ass face. But um, but yeah, just a, it just went from this to to the to the gathering to whatever we did after that i don't remember and then fry oh then friday morning with with the game and and uh and the gala and the podcast and the the bar crawl i mean it's just there it was just everything was uh everything was lovely um got to have a few reunions me steph and uh, or me soph and uh and rick Rick's known so longer than I have. Rick is a is a tricky one because you don't necessarily know tricky who he Rick. Is. They call him, but he he's a he's a guy who is one of my best mates. Uh, but he also used to work with podcasts. He used to work with Guna Ramble. He used to work with Clive before Elliot did. He used to work with AFTV before they became famous, uh, and uh, and worked with Sophie on uh, Highbury Squad as well. So, um. I want to show I want to show one of my highlights from the podcast a quick little video because we're on that theme of uh yeah, the Malort. Here it is. Right here. <laughs> hey guys, it's Matt Turner here. I just want to give a big shout out to the Chicago Booners. Thank you and your donation to the Arsenal Charitable Foundation. Um, everything you do, all the support that you give every single year is, is really felt and it's gonna go a long way. So thanks again from here in London. <laughs> I'm gonna hit the men's room and then I'll start passing out Ruth Beckard to anybody that would want one, please. So come on up. There you go. know that you've reached a beloved, you know you've reached a beloved world, and I'm talking about Sophie now, where where you can say on microphone in front of 200 people, 
do you really want me to project Obama? And they all in unison shout back, <laughs> yes, at the same time. Like, if I had asked that, no, everyone would have just gone running. But no, <laughs> they, they wanted, it was like gold dust that would have come out of, of, of her mouth onto them. But uh, but no, really, uh, really fun time. We had um, we have more videos. And to answer your question, there is full audio uh of 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 the uh of the whole podcast it, it, it is a lot it needs to be sh shortened it needs to be curated a little bit because there were some music played interspersingly in areas which we obviously don't have the rights to so before it goes out to the public there is some editing that needs to be done for uh you know not editing of content but editing of 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 things that that we can't put out because it's copyrighted and stuff um, and I've come home to a very, very busy couple of days personally and with work and stuff. So I, I'm working on that, get it out as soon as I can, you know, to the extent that some of it was about the Southampton game that had just happened the day before. I don't want it to get stale, but I'm doing my best. So, so stay tuned, uh, at the Gooners pod, uh, for details about when that's uh, released. Good to see you, Muhammad. Uh, sorry, we haven't had any open mic shows lately, but, uh, life gets in the way sometimes, but, uh, it's good to see you. Um, real, <clears throat> real quick, and um, and Turner actually hit on that. The reason why you were able to get him was because obviously a lot of the charitable stuff that we uh, uh, attached to the podcast. This is actually a tweet from the Chicago Gooners. 40 shots of Malort, $200 raised for Gooners v. Cancer, $2,000 raised for the uh, AM Score Chicago, 3500 for the AFC Foundation via the Arsenal Vision podcast i just call that an all in all win yeah i mean the, the ability to to have fun people spending mad money not just on drinks and food and stuff but on on positive stuff on 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 tickets to a podcast i mean you know the vip tickets to that podcast were not cheap um and they went like this for two reasons one because they the entirety of the proceeds went to the arsenal foundation and two, because of the amazing people that that were sitting on either side of me that, you know, were kind of the, a rare live opportunity. I mean, you know, Arsenal Vision is doing and, and Ars Blog is doing a podcast in, in Union Chapel next month in, in front of a thousand people. And I, I told them last year when they sold that place out, they could have probably done Wembley. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you quite know, criticism, the, quite criticism. If you're going to have us have VIP tickets, don't sit us further away from the stage. What was that? Yeah, what I, was that? You you got a table. Well, you you could have gotten there early and gotten one close to the stage, but you chose the what you you chose the obstructed view one that was furthest away, so that you had to keep yelling to get your point across. Uh, you know, during a podcast, which you know, by the way, don't yell at me and make me say weird things about you in front of two hundred people that I regret. Oh yeah, that, that's my people. fault. That that yeah. one was me, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I'm. <laughs> that was your fault. Um, by the way, you you said you know one of the reasons we're able to get Matt Turner. Matt Turner was uh, came to us compliments of of. Um, of Tom Canton, but I do want to play uh, for those of you who weren't there. I do want to play. And, and maybe if you were there, you weren't able to hear the whole thing. Uh, but uh, the, uh, the intro video to the podcast is something I did spend a lot of time putting together because, you know, it, it's, it, it made me really good, made me smile. And uh, so this, this was, and, and the way I announced it was, you know, that we had to kind of make cuts and we couldn't have everybody on the, on the panel that needed to come on. And so we had to cut out a few people, and this was more kind of the second string. Um, a little funny. You were kind of funny that day. I'll little, give it to you. I mean, you know, people were drunk, so they laughed. 
but uh, yeah, this was the intro video. It's about three minutes long, and uh, and then I think maybe we'll be ready to kind of move on to to other topics. But uh, but yeah, this was if you weren't there, here here's what we got. Here here's what we saw. Hi Gooners. Hello Arsenal fans. Hi Gooners. This is Peter Drury. Lee Dixon here. This is Super Kevin Campbell. This is Clive. Hello, I'm a walrus. Perry Groves here, Arsenal's second greatest ginger. Alan Smith here. This is Amy Lawrence here, sending you a big hello from the heart of Highbury. I could say I'm sorry not to be at Goonapalooza this weekend. I'm sorry I couldn't be there with you at the Goonapalooza event. Goonapalooza. To Goonapalooza. The Goonapalooza. 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 To Goonapalooza. But as it happens, I can't make it because that day I'm going to be recovering from having commentated on Arsenal against Southampton and that may require some rest. Uh, but Martin Keown is giving a masterclass on knee-high tackles and I thought I can't miss that so I'm not going to be able to make it I'm afraid. I'm going in for a, uh, a Rob Holding hair transplant appointment and I've waited a long time for it so I couldn't miss it. But having just returned to Ireland, having spent three days and nights drinking basically all the tequila and beer that city has to offer, I probably need a, a little bit of time off. And I'm a little bit frightened about being in any way responsible if I do leave a one mile radius of Highbury. But I'm a football dad, like so many dads and, and parents out there, unfortunately, I couldn't get away. Because I'm having my ginger dreadlock tree platted. But as I'm sure you know, Lake Michigan is a freshwater lake and I need salt water, so it was a no-go. But uh, I was washing my hair that day, no I wasn't, no. But, even though I can't make it, I hope you all have a most fantastic time. I hope you all have an amazing time. I hope you enjoy the show. Dig deep uh, into your pockets to raise loads of money. Get your long arms into your short pockets and give generously. I hope you give very, very generously. As much as you can to support the great work of the Arsenal Foundation. The Arsenal Foundation. For the Arsenal Foundation. To the splendid Arsenal Foundation. To the amazing Arsenal Foundation to the amazing Arsenal Foundation. To the fantastic Arsenal Foundation. To the wonderful Arsenal Foundation. We're hitting incredible numbers and it's all down to you and this fantastic community. It is so fantastically appreciated. And most importantly of all. Before I go, of course, we're gonna say. Up the Gunners. Up the Arsenal. Come on, Arsenal. Come on, you Gunners. Come on, you Gunners. Come on, you Gunners! Up the Arsenal! Come on, you Gunners! It says here, come on, you Gunners. Well, I'll catch you on the next one. Maybe the end of May, could we have something to celebrate? I might be able to drink a beer by then. After New York last weekend, I think I need a bit of rehab. Mike insisted I do this video. I don't know why. Maybe he's just a, a bad person. And remember, my old man said, be a Tottenham fan. I said, you're a, you can fill in the blanks. You can hear from my voice, I'm not at 100%. Good. Okay, goodbye. Loved it. My favorite part. 
comes right at the beginning, like like about thirty seconds in. Alan Smith here. <laughs> you know, you know what's there. so funny about that is uh, you put the Watford fan because you know obviously Drury is a Watford fan, but I actually had a second to watch the Southampton game again. I know, I know. All of you, all of you guys, all of our fans out there know that I suffer for this pod. I rewatch every game for you, even when it hurts. Um, and watching that game again, he is so ecstatic when we score. It is incredible. He about blows his voice out when Saka scores. And then when Trossard almost scores later in that game, he's just like, like it, he, I, I think there's a real special he, connection that I think he, that is developing between the, the, the Arsenal fan base and Peter and, and long may it continue. He like he likes good football. He he's, I mean, he's told us that he loves good football. Obviously, you know, late game dramatics is good for his brand and for his, you know, for business. Um, and he's, you know, he told us earlier this season on the podcast, he said, you know, that, that is what Arsenal have been producing this season. So he's got a soft spot for a team that, you know, is fun to commentate is never out of the game. Uh, you know, plays beautiful football and, and, you know, that necess- I don't know that we would have seen Peter Gurry in his calling of Premier League games in the years past, having that kind of, you know, feedback on Arsenal because we haven't really had that many of those moments. But, uh, but yeah, we know that he, that he enjoys that. I, you know, if Arsenal had, had blown a 3 1 lead with two goals in the last, you know, 10 minutes of the game or an injury time, I pro, he probably would have had as much, uh, of that excitement in his voice just because of the drama. But, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I, I just, I wish it hadn't gotten to that point for it to be that dramatic and, and, uh, yeah, do we want to spend any time talking about the actual game itself? We'll talk about that in a moment. But first, I do really, really need to get this out there to all of our fans around the world who are nice enough to give us energy and greet us at um at these different events. I, I have to give a special warning for health reasons. I know you love me, and I know you think it's a good idea to drink with me. But every single night, there was one person not from Chicago still standing, and that was Florida man. Yeah. Every night. Every night. It just, it just, I, and, and, and I, and I warn you, not because this is some like sort of masculine, I need to prove myself. If you want the W, I'll give you the W. But the reality is, I will put you in a hospital. And so that's why, just what so, it is. So why do people have to be marked safe from me? Like, what kind of threat am I? <laughs> I might hug you to death. Yeah, Bill, by the way, that was brilliant. Uh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, brilliant Bill. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm a, I'm a goofball. I might say something weird to you or to your loved ones. I, I, I may, uh, you know, I may fall on the ground by accident because of my own, uh, you know, issues. But, like, I, I don't put anyone else in danger. You are the one who could put someone in danger if they think that they can hang with you because you're the one who's who uh what was it uh Saturday night or Sunday morning comes and 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 crashes with an invitation to to a breakfast that we had saying oh I was up till four o'clock last night I'm sorry I'm a little late and it was like it was like 1005 in the morning and then on the way back from that from said breakfast talks about how you were like bored this morning and was looking at some videos and stuff like like with what time between 4 a.m crashing drunk meeting us 
at 10 a.m., the transit time in between those two things and sleep, were you just looking at videos and doing research on whatever it was that we were talking about? Oh, I, that was when I was actually looking to see if any other club was cool enough to That's have right. like USA yeah. meetups. And it turns out we are the only one. But that, my friend, that is why they gave up and just gave me a free bottle. Okay. <laughs> I am the king of Malorts and I shall not be challenged. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite parts of the night, by the way, was the second uh, the second night when we did have the gala. It was a little, some of us were formal, some of us were slobs like me, you know, didn't bring any formal clothes. But it was all around fun and the energy. Well, let me just show you what it was like. So much for us getting through this podcast without a copyright strike. <laughs> oh, God, I wasn't even thinking about that. Ah, well, the king of my lord is also the king of copyright. What can yes, I say? That, that's true. We, we, uh, we, th this podcast has been fined a total of $400,029 uh, over the past two months for copyright violations. But I just, you know, because I am, so generous. That I, I just pay them. I just, I'm like I don't want to I don't want to change Aston's art by by curtailing his 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 copyright violations. We'll just finance them. What, what people don't know is that the um, AFC Foundation that's actually what it's paying out most times. <laughs> yes, it, it's eighty percent for like you know for kids in refugee camps and twenty percent for podcast um, copyright violations. It's it's really it's crazy. Um, yeah, like you said, some of us showed up uh, very slobby. Uh, although that, uh, I'm just talking about me. I mean, Steph should have won best dress there, but she didn't. She didn't work the crowd enough. And Liam, who's in the chat, stole it with a pretty snazzy outfit. I have to be uh, have to be honest. But I said, Steph, you can't win best dressed when you're just standing at a table on the side the whole time and not kind of twirling around for everybody. So. Um, shout, out, shout out to Steph, by the way. She's probably about the only person that could keep up with me. Yeah, like, no, that's like, true. She she could. Um, like the entire time. She's like, I never found her. I'm like, she's like, I she would walk over to me with like a little glass of wine and just go like, keep up. A little glass of wine. 45 little glasses of wine later. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to no. ask you, what was your, what was your funniest moment of the night or, or of the weekend for you? Oh, man. Um you need me to go first yeah i mean i mean there there, there were just so many I, i'd say the probably the the most unique experience of the entire time ended up coming on on the last night um where i was convinced to go to a place that i had never heard of before didn't know anything about it thought it the whole concept of it sounded ridiculous it's called the aviary um mm. and and it is a like a chic, it's like uh, it's a restaurant that's owned by this chef that is apparently just incredibly famous. I mean, I, I'm just completely ignorant to it all. But it's this special place that's behind a curtain. It doesn't look like anything from the outside. You have to have reservations, or if you walk in, you might have to wait, uh, you know, a couple of hours. 
but uh, every, you know, they John and 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 Tom took care of uh, of the reservations, and about six or seven of us went there, and the meal. It wasn't really a meal. There were little food things and, and fancy drinks and stuff. But let me just sum it up by saying this was one of the drinks that was served. Not to me, but uh, th this was a drink. Um, is that a drink or is that like a science experiment? It, I'm it, not sure. It looks it, like a terrarium. It, it looks like a terrarium, but that but it, there's alcohol in it, and 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 you essentially and a small the, turtle. The full yeah. There, there were uh, there were some fish in there. Uh, a few like you pour it through the thing into a glass and and it, it's about four small glasses of drink and with each successive glass the taste apparently changes i did not have one of those um then there was another drink i have a two minute video of them making it it's it, the menu has little marks on it that denote how ostentatious the drink's presentation is like <laughs> you know on, on one side it's like you know it's just like a drink that they bring you and it's kind of fancy what's in it, but uh, then on the other side, there's literally beakers and Bunsen burners. I'm not fucking kidding you right now. And like tubes that go all over the place. I mean, it, it, it's the most incredible thing. And, That's insane. Um, and then and then the food. They did have something that was called a um, a uh, what's it called? Those mushrooms. Um, shoot, I can't think of the word now. Tommy? Truffle a truffle, truffle. explosion. And the first one Rick had, and it went down the wrong pipe. So, so it, it exploded in his like windpipe. And, and for 10 minutes, we thought we might have to call the paramedics, but he was okay. Then we had another one and it was one of the most delicious thing. It's like one little bite and you, you put the whole thing in your mouth and you, and you compress it and it like explodes truffle all over your mouth. And so I, I, I had a second one because I knew how good it was. And there was video taken of that. I, I look like I'm having some sort of an out-of-body slash orgasm experience here. So I think we, we, we have to show it because I was trying to describe like what the feeling was going on in my mouth and it didn't quite it didn't quite work. But here here's a video. Thank you. Here it goes. Yep. Pull up his face. <laughs> calm and she eats it she enjoys it she gives a thumbs up and then and i'm i mean i wasn't meaning to do this this just this came out of me while i he was does that all the time if you're ever with mike and there's like some just like lo-fi something going on he's just in the corner just vibing <laughs> he, he, you would swear that he's had some molly or something he's just out there no i'm not everything a, I'm feels not a, nice i'm not a drug guy but if that was a drug i would be addicted to them right now uh i would also be broke but that, i mean that that was so for me, I mean, that was the most unique thing that like mm. I'll never forget. And and you know, good company, good good food. But there were just, I mean, there were just so many things. Obviously, the most enjoyable, the most kind of fresh and and happy thing was that podcast. Just because I, you know, I get anxious about those kinds of things going in, and then and then the time comes and it's so much fun. And then when it's over, you're like, why didn't I enjoy that more while it was going on or while I was yeah. getting ready for it? 
It's but, so uh, true. Whenever we do a gig, it's always like, you know, you're fine for all the whole weekend, but the day of a gig, you've got to be there like three hours early. You're checking every single wire. I have the man is meticulous about his art. That's why I have to say hats off to you for the presentation and my the art. My, the no, it's podcast. not my art. That sounds pretentious. It's my craft. Your craft. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm well, sorry. I, no, it's my bringing craft. your pinkies in. We're bringing our craft. pinkies in. My craft. No, but speaking of pinkies, in, I think as long as we're going through pictures. Um, Speaking of fancy drinks and pinkies in, where is uh, we have Tom and Jim? Here we go. This was at a <laughs> this was at a, a a Mexican food dinner on Sunday night after the Cubs game that we went to. Also fun. Um, with was it Tom, though? Was it some heat up? Because you guys got wrecked. It was fun. Yeah, I mean, the, if you haven't been to Wrigley Field, you need to go. It's an experience. And just like we've seen videos galore of Arsenal, you know, of American Arsenal fans coming into the Emirates for the first time and getting very emotional and crying. And uh, put that back up in a minute because I'll answer because I'm not in Florida right now. Uh, so the answer is I don't know that you want to come up to Virginia to my house and watch it with me, but you're welcome to. Um, but, you know, I wanted to capture the moment where a lifelong baseball fan, a guy who's just aspiring to attend baseball all the time, lives in London where there isn't baseball readily available and just absolutely emotions overcome him. And, and, and you, you catch it on film and you know, some people think that's plastic, but, but I think it's important. So here we go. Are you emotional? emotional. Oh, it's your first time at, uh, you know, at Wrigley Field. Cup holders. He's crying over the cup holders. He wasn't emotional until he saw that there were cup holders in the seats where we were. Very nice seats. And thank you very much to Chicago John uh, and his employer for those seats. That was, uh, that was, that was a very fun time. Uh, after the game, we did an episode of uh, CFTV, Cubs Fan TV. Uh, to to get uh, Tom's reaction. Cubs Talk TV. Uh, we got we got we got Tom here. His first baseball game ever. It got exciting, and then and then it kind of ended really quickly. What are your thoughts? It, it, it was good. They hit the men hit the ball really well and uh, got some runs, but not as many runs as the other team. Dodgers hit it for six. Top always team wins today, but um, they're not going to win anything else after this. Are they? No. And John, agreed. Out. You, you know what's funny is the reason I know that you guys lost um, was we were um, you guys. I'm not a Cubs fan. Oh no, no, I was I was looking for you because we happened to be while the game was going on. Um, Linda had taken me out kind of on a tour of Chicago. By the way, shout out Linda and Dilly was right. If you heard at the end of that clip, she says she's a soup dumpling expert. She is not wrong. We went to Chinatown and boy, were those some good dumplings. But we were at the uh, Chicago um, Bulls Stadium to see the Michael Jordan statue and everything. And in the gift shop, there was the game, and they show. And it's funny, we didn't see you, but we ended up seeing Vivian, who was going to that game that day as well. And we were like desperately looking. I'm like, no, they're definitely not going to show their faces with this. Well, game. unless the unless the yeah unless the 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 video of the of the game was was just trained on the wine stand. <laughs> they had on the concourse, then you wouldn't have seen me. You might have seen John and 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 his lovely wife and uh, and Tom, but you wouldn't have seen me. Um, 
And uh, and the wonderful thing about the Cubs, which I mean, this this you will not see in football, in proper football, because uh, the Cubs are called the lovable losers, although they are playing rather well this year. Uh, their fans are there for the experience, the socials, if you want to call it that. They don't get too stressed out, especially in April, which is the first month of the season about a loss, because whether it's Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, this is the scene after a game win or lose. I mean, that place, Cubby Bears, right on the corner of where the stadium is. When Steph and I went to our first game there, it was like a Wednesday afternoon at 4 when the game ended. And we walked in there, and it felt like 2 a.m. on a Saturday night, like at a rave or something like that. It was just the – I mean, I guess no one works. I mean, this was a Sunday, so there was a, at least an excuse. But I guess no one works uh, on days where there's Cubs games because, I mean, it, it was one heck of a party. Yeah, it seems like you guys had a ton of fun. I, I too enjoyed it. I feel like I got to see you got to see the classy side of Dilly, and I got to see the uh, let's get uh, let's get messed up side of Dilly because <laughs> that night had to be the most fun I have is that, had. Is that at the Globe? No, no, no. This is actually. Um, oh, is that the uh, the the restaurant you went to, the Venezuela? Yeah, the karaoke bar after the brewery, after the video game bar that we went to. It was a lot of bars. Okay, there was a crawl, and you tapped out on bar one. By the way, you I, Elliot, I did. It was, so it, it was a long day. It was a long day, and there was nothing for me to imbibe there because it was only beer, and I can't have beer anymore. So, uh, so yeah, I, I tapped out. I wouldn't take care of you, but it's fine. I carried the flag for everyone. We end up going to, and it was a, it was a, not that this means anything, but it was a gay bar. Well, it does mean something because that gay karaoke bar means there was an energy. There was a sauce in that air. And it was the funniest thing because Kale is done. He is donezos. He is, he is, uh, he is partied out and we end up going to a taco place. This is Dilly's husband. Who's, who's also absolutely amazing. They met at, uh, um, Gunnergra, didn't they? Yeah, incredible. This is, by the way, this is why you need to get in, uh, get in on these Gooner events because you might just find love. If, if you're no. if you're not if you're not in a relationship, you will find yourself a relationship. If you're in a relationship, you will find yourself a way out of that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how we met. Isn't it? You need. Hey, no, but <laughs> it, it was so funny because we went to a taco shop and. He is literally holding his taco like asleep. It, it, what, and what has to be called the rarest of rare form I have ever seen. So hats off once. If only more. if only when I was sleeping on the side of my pool during the sporting game, I had a taco in my hand. Then yeah, it would have been it would have been rare form and because you didn't have a food item. It, it was considered sloppy. You see, the judges didn't get me the full marks because I, I should have had this. Uh, I should have been making the steak from the side of the pool while I was passed out. It's funny because, as you know, Soph loves you, but she was making fun of you. And I'm like, is she because she was talking about how well she took that shot. She was so proud of taking that shot, even though I had to tell her, how dare you say that you're the best one at taking shots when I'm in the room? But anyways, not the point, not the point. We love us some Soph on this podcast. But I was telling her, I'm like, yeah, Soph, that's because Mike gets sloppy drunk and you stay whiskey neat. Gee. I either, I, I either don't at all or I or I mean I'm a zero or a ten. I'm rarely a just kind of a chill six. It's, you were actually either, fine all weekend, to be honest. Like I didn't it, think there was a time either, that, 
it's either zero or ten. And I, I was I was closer to zero most of this weekend than I was to ten, but there were a few there were a few exceptions. But